said, look at my life. Just look at my life. When people look at your life, what do they see? Do they see Jesus? Do they see new life? Do they see trouble and turmoil? Do they, what do they see in you? I tell you what, when people see me, I want them to see Jesus. Amen? I want them to see a new creation. Old things have passed away. Behold, all things are new. Amen. We're, what a blessing. It's just, I say it again, it's so wonderful to see you today. We welcome uh, all of our family members. We welcome our guests. Good to see it's a lot of family with Sister Sandra this morning. Uh, we good, good to see all of them. It's so good to have family with Jesse today. Amen. Good to have your family here. Good to have you and your family. And uh, we just want to pray the Lord just bless our lives. Well, well our, our remodel is coming along beautifully. Uh, the fellowship hall is looking good. The painter's finished. And uh, new chairs came in this week. And uh, we'll be uh, wait, waiting on the floor for that. But the, the flooring people are... According to their word, are going to start on the tenth. So that's not tomorrow, but that's the next Monday, and uh, so uh, it's exciting to have that project uh, coming to a, a, an end. And then our uh, sound system, everything's on back order, and uh, our cappuccino machine is on back order. Eight to ten weeks before you get a cappuccino, so <laughs> just keep shooting the French vanilla in your coffee. Until the, we'll have cappuccino on one side and hot chocolate on the other. So uh, all that's coming. Uh, you say, Pastor, how's it getting here? On a slow boat from China. That's, uh, and that's literally the truth. So uh, lots of, there's lots of boats sitting out there waiting to be unloaded and uh, a lot of things happening. But you know what? Things are going to uh, get back to normal someday. Uh, what is normal? I don't even know what normal is, do you? Everybody keeps saying when we get back to normal. I, I don't know I've ever, if I've ever been normal. But, uh, but Luke's going Luke's gonna to work on me and help me be more normal. All right. This is a brand new microphone, and last week it, was, it sounded pitiful. So he's going to work on it there for just a second. And then we'll get started. Amen. Look at your neighbor and say, you're looking good. Looking good. Amen. I want to look good and sound good and make sure they can hear me out there in Facebook land. And uh, We're glad you're here. Amen. Everybody's happy. Everybody smile real big. All of our men are kind of sad. We, um, uh, most of you know, uh, I'm not sure if everybody, but uh, we've got to, trying to get word after that. We had to cancel our men's fishing trip. And... Uh, they, they're, 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 they've changed their schedule. They're not doing the four-hour anymore. They're going to do 12-hour for a while. And uh, I just don't want to be on that boat with you for 12 hours. <laughs> Seems like every time the last few years I've gone, I've got sick. And uh, I've just chummed for everybody while they fished. But, I, you know, I can handle that for four hours, but I don't think I can handle 12 hours of it. But uh, we'll, we'll, we'll do something else pretty soon and... Uh, we'll, we'll plan maybe another one for the fall. But uh, good good things are happening. Amen. The youth had a great... They were planning on having a camp out this weekend. And they had to change it to just a, a, a game and a movie night here at the church because of all the rain. And uh, But you know what? Thank God for the rain. I, I promise you in about two months when it's a hundred and something degrees and uh, there's no rain and the lakes are getting low, uh, we'll be going, man, I wish it would rain. 
See, so you know when it when it's raining, don't don't be a don't don't be the type of person that prays for rain and then gripes about the mud. Come on, when it rains, say thank the Lord. Amen. It rains on the just and the unjust, and it, it, God knows what we need when we need it. And I'm telling you, life can change just as fast. The dark clouds were here. The rain was pouring. The lightning was flashing. The thunder was rolling. And now the sun is shining. So in your life, no matter what it looks like at this moment, just know that things can change very quickly. Just as it can go from sunshine to lightning and thunder. It can go from lightning and thunder to sunshine. Things never stay the same. Things are constantly changing. In this world, the Bible says that we will have tribulation. Troubles. Trials. Problems arise. Everything doesn't always go our way. But do we throw a fit? Do, do we like the, do like the kids at Walmart and fall on the ground and kick and scream? And, you know, and the mama's over there so embarrassed, don't know what to do. And huh? My wife used to take ours out to the car a few trips. They'd come back and act right. I told them the other day, we, we had these little fidget spinners. At, was at a meeting, and they had these fidget spinners. And I told them the, the, the way we use those fidget spinners, and it works. How many has a fidget spinner? You know what the little things are? Kids have them, because you know, they fidget all the time. How, how that works, you take that fidget spinner, and you spin it, and then you spank them till it stops spinning. They'll, they'll straighten up. They'll straighten. You're like, no, pastor, no, 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 no. My mama, my mama, listen, I, I, I didn't have no fidget spinner, but I was the fidgety one, and uh, she knew how to stop that. I always say, uh, my mama used to always, I, I, I was studying for this message, and I couldn't help but think of my mama, and because uh, my mama would sit right over here where Blake's sitting, and uh, there was times I'd get to preaching, and if I was saying something she didn't like or embarrassed her, she'd just turn and look at that wall. If I looked over there, she was looking at the wall. I, I knew I was embarrassing Mama. I'd get to talking about her and all the stuff and how many spankings I got. And I'd get home and she'd go, I was a pretty bad Mama, wasn't I? I'd say, no, you're a good Mama. I deserved every spanking I got. You know why? Because I knew for every spanking that I did get, I got away with about ten things she didn't catch me for. So I knew I deserved it. Oh, uh, but thank God for mamas. You know what? How many knows what next, next week is? Mother's Day. Mother's Day. So you know what? We've got a special gift for you. We're going to encourage you. We're going to love on you. Get your mama in the house. Do something nice for your mama. Husbands, uh, get your wife something. She birthed your children. You say, well, she's not my mama. You better get her a card, a flower, a candy bar, something. Let's be nice to mama. Amen. And if your mama is in heaven like mine, then you just uh, be so grateful. Uh, live a life that she would be proud of and honor her with your life. So we're going to honor all of our mothers next week, and we're very, uh, very excited about that. Uh, now, fathers, just remember, 
uh, according to your faith. See, somebody says, why, why should I get my wife anything for Mother's Day? Because Father's Day is coming. My wife said, just preach. Okay. I'll preach. According to your faith, be it unto you. You don't get her nothing, don't you expect nothing. All right, y'all ready? Father, we just love you today. We thank you for the opportunity we have to come into your house and hear your word. Lord, we thank you for all that you're doing in our midst. We thank you for the presence of God that we felt in the house. We know you're here with us. And Father, I ask you to open our ears to hear, our hearts to understand and receive. And Lord, just challenge us today. Father, stir up the gift of faith within us. And we just ask that you just minister to your people today. In Jesus' name, everybody say amen. I want to talk to you today about all things are possible. See, we live our life like some things are possible. And some things are impossible. Because we sometimes our faith depends on what we can do. See, I believe that that can be done because I see how I can do it and I see how that can work out. But when it's too big for me and I don't, can't figure out how it's going to be, then I just think that's impossible. But I'm here today just to stir you up a little bit and to tell you that there is nothing impossible with God. All things are possible. I mean, as Christians, we need to learn to walk by Faith and not by sight. What is faith? Faith is the evidence. It's the substance of things hoped for. The evidence of things not seen. Now listen, if you can see it, you don't need to have faith for it. It's already there. It's when we can't see it. And we can't figure out how it's going to come to pass. We don't know how we can do it or or what's possible. And we just have to trust God. But as Christians, we should believe that He is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all we ask or think. We've got to put our faith in God. God is the one who makes things happen. It's not according to my power. It's not according to my riches. It's not according to what I can do. Because if that was the case, it would be very limited. But my life is dependent upon His power, not mine. Your life is dependent upon His power, His grace, His mercy, His love, His finances, not yours. Aren't you glad? Because so many times we, we focus our attention on the problem. We had Peter walking on the water. But when we talk about that story, what does everybody remember? He sank. Oh, listen. But he was the only one that got out of the boat. The other disciples, well, I didn't sink. That's because you didn't move. It's easy to sit in your spot and criticize other people for their faith. 
Look at their failure. Look at what they did. But look at you. You didn't even step out. Can I tell you about Peter? Peter walked on the water. And Peter walked all the way back to the boat. Yes, he had a moment like you have a moment. He had a moment where he got his eyes off of Jesus. He got his eyes on the waves and he got his eyes on the storm and he felt the wind blowing and he heard the other disciples out back there in the boat going, I don't think he can do it. I don't think he can do it. I think he's going to sink. I think he's going to fail. Stop listening to other people around you. Stop listening to your critics. Stop listening to your enemies. uh, And start looking at Jesus. Because it's him that's stretching out his hand and says, come. If you want to walk on the water, you can walk on the water. You just have to have faith. You have to believe that you can. And you have to get your eyes on Jesus. The believer can accomplish anything. The believer can Im- complete anything. The believer can endure anything. We can do the impossible if we do one thing. We've we, we, we got to be single focused. Our attention has got to be on God. We, 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 we've got to find out His plan, His will... And don't get off course. The problem is, we get off course so many times. And then we wonder, why am I sinking? Why am I lost? I like GPS. We use GPS all the time. I, 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 like, I like my GPS lady. She's very kind. It, when, when, I, when I make the wrong turn or take the wrong exit, never one time has she called me an idiot. She, she, she never called me stupid. All she does is just recalculates. And says, you know what? I'm not sure where you're at right now or why you're over there. But let me just recalculate your destination from where you're at. Because I can still get you to your destiny no matter where you've got off course. We get off course. We get our eyes off of Jesus. We start sinking. But thank God, Peter looked back up and cried unto Jesus. Sometimes you, Somebody say, cry out. Sometimes you've got to cry out. But you know what? Some, some people, you say, well, I, I'm not desperate enough to cry out. Like you, you just go down two or three times. You just suck a little water in, and you'll be ready to cry out. You know what? When people, are, when people got it, everything made, when the sun's shining and the boat's, you know, just going peaceful, they're, they're not worried. I don't need a life preserver. I don't need Jesus. I don't need what you're talking about. But listen, let the storm come up. Let the winds rage. Let the boat start going down. And people will start looking for an answer. And you know what they're looking for? They're looking for somebody that's not freaking out in the boat. Why everybody else is throwing stuff overboard and everybody else, you know what? But there's a, there's a sign of a believer and is right in the middle of trouble and obstacles, you know, troubles and, and persecution and obstacles. Amen. We are able to keep calm because we believe God. We know that God's got us. 
faith. Do you have faith in God today? Let's talk about it. So, Mark chapter 9 and verse number 16. Let's just help us to get a little understanding this morning uh, about impossibilities. About being a God of the impossible. Uh, all things. All things. Everybody say all things. See, we like to say, well, most things. Some things. But we've got to get our faith to all things. Some of you may have a, a spouse that you, you, you're about to give up on. You know, I don't think he can do that. Uh, that kid, they've just, they've just gone too far. I just don't think he can do it. Listen, I want to get your faith this morning to all things. I don't want you to give up on one person, one situation. I don't want you to let a negative report take away your faith in God. Mark chapter 9, verse number 16. Jesus and he asked the scribes, what are you discussing with them? Then one of the crowd answered and said, Teacher, I brought you my son who had a mute spirit. And whenever it seizes him, it throws him down and he foams at the mouth and gnashes with his teeth and becomes rigid. So I spoke to your disciples that they should cast it out, but they could not. He answered and said, O faithless generation, how long shall I be with you? How long shall I bear with you? Bring him to me. Then they besought him. Or then they, then, I'm sorry, then they brought him to him. And when he saw him, immediately the spirit convulsed in him. <laughs> Tell you what, you just, get, you just let people get around Jesus a little bit and, and those, those devils don't like it. Sometimes you ever, you ever wonder why you, you go to your family reunion, you get around your friends, you go to different places and people start acting up. They don't like the Jesus in you. They don't like the faith in you. They don't like the anointing you're walking in. It stirs the devil up. Come on, I want enough something in me that I stir the devil up. I don't want the devil to be comfortable in my presence. I want him to know, amen, he's not welcome. And that I have the power and the authority, amen, to cast him out in Jesus' name. So immediately when they brought him to Jesus... That devil started acting up. And he saw him, the spirit convulsed him and fell on the ground and wallowed foaming at the mouth. So he asked the father, how long has this been happening to him? He said, from childhood. And often he has thrown him both into the fire and into the water to destroy him. But, 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 if, Today I want to get you away from those two words. Because there's so many times when God speaks and we're like, yeah, but. And there's so many times that God speaks into your life and you go, well, if. And this man said, but if you can do anything, have compassion on us and help us. And Jesus said unto him. This is what Jesus wants to say to you today. This is what Jesus is speaking into your heart. It's what Jesus is speaking into your spirit. As a believer, this is what you need to hear him say today. If you can believe, all things are possible to him who believes. Can I get an amen? All things are possible. 
if you believe. Do you believe today? Are you a believer? We say we're believers. Well, what do we believe? Well, I believe that Jesus is the Son of God. So does the devil. Well, I, I, I believe that, you know, Jesus died on the cross. Well, so does the devil. I believe he rose again. Yeah, the devil believes that too. He saw him. But do you believe he can do all things in you? It's one thing to believe it. It's another thing to let it be in you. I can have the knowledge and still not have the relationship. This is not magic. It's not hocus pocus. This is a relationship. As a believer in Jesus Christ, as a Christian, I walk in faith. I pray and believe my prayers are answered. Not because I believe that there's some kind of magic, but I believe that I have a relationship with the one I'm asking. And I know that he loves me enough that he sent his son to die. Jesus loves me enough to die. He rose again. He's coming back to get me. And he is praying for me right now that I have the faith to believe that he can do all things. Oh, it breaks God's heart so many times. How many, how many parents see potential in your children that they're not living up to? How many of you have children that are gifted and talented and, and they have all this, yet they're doing stupid stuff? And, and you see it, and you're afraid it's going to hurt their chances. It's going to hurt their future. Kids are posting some stupid stuff and doing crazy things on social media. And one day, you're going to go to get a job, and they're going to look back at your... Oh, they'll look back. And they'll see all the crazy things, and they'll go, You know what, I don't know if we want to take a chance on them or not. You see people not living up to their potential and you just want to shake them and you just want to say, come on, I know you got better in you. I'm telling you this morning, amen, God is looking at us and we are not living up to our full potential. We're not believing Him in every area that we need to. We're not trusting Him. We're not walking in faith. We're living so far below where God wants to take us and do with us because for some reason, we don't believe either. Now, most people don't have a problem believing God is able. They don't have a problem believing God can do it. What they have a problem believing is that He'll do it for them. Because the devil is good at telling you that you're not worthy. That making you look at your failures and your past. Making you look at uh, those things around you. Listening to other people. Just because somebody else says you can't, doesn't mean you can't. Just because other people have failed. Come on, don't, don't, don't go ask your broke uncle how to have prosperity. Don't, don't go ask, don't go seek uh, a business advice from somebody that hadn't worked in 20 years. I like the sign on Popeye's I saw. Has your stimulus run out? Come get a job. 
I told them Wednesday night, this is a good time to go take somebody's place. You want to trade up? There's for hiring signs all over. People can't get nobody to work because they got their, they're still getting their money. Come on, this is a good time to move up. Go take somebody else's job that wants to sit at home and get free money because the money's going to run out and then they can have your job. Yeah, I'm thinking about that myself. Green Acres is looking for a new pastor. I'm not going to put my application in over there. Anybody want my job? Benefits are out of this world. God will turn your impossible situations. He'll turn them around. He'll make your impossible possible. Amen. He'll take your stumbling blocks and turn them into stepping stones. Amen. God will use what the enemy meant for bad and work it for your good. Amen. God will take what the devil thought he was going to kill you and destroy you. And instead it just built your faith. And today you're stronger. Today you're better. Today you're living closer to God than ever before what he thought he was going to use to break you he just made you amen something better can I get an amen but today God is looking he's looking far beyond what everybody else can see he's looking for the faith in your heart God is looking at your heart what does he see Hezekiah had a good heart He loved God. He was a good king. But he got sick. And he was on his deathbed. The prophet of God in Isaiah chapter 38, verse 1, says, In those days Hezekiah was sick and near death. And Isaiah the prophet, the son of Amos, went to him and said unto him, Thus says the Lord, Set your house in order, for you shall die and not live. I'm going to tell you something. It's one thing when you get a bad report from the doctor, but when the Lord says you're going to die and not live, that's a pretty bad report. That's pretty serious, isn't it? The prophet said, get your house in order. You're going to die. And then Hezekiah turned his face toward the wall. I'm telling you, there's some of you, somebody's given you a report and you've been looking at them. It's time to look away and turn your face toward the wall. It's time to get your face out of Facebook. It's time to get your face away from your friends and your family. Amen. What everybody's saying. And it's time, amen, to turn your face toward the wall and cry out unto God and ask for mercy. God, I believe. Listen, I know what you're saying. And I understand it. But Hezekiah turned his face toward the wall. And he prayed to the Lord and said, Remember now, O Lord, I pray how I've walked before you in truth with a loyal heart. And have done what is good in your sight. And Hezekiah wept bitterly. Now, you say, Pastor, why why is it so important that I live right? 
Why, why, why is it important that I, I don't just get I just do it like everybody else and act like everybody else and why why they, they do this and that and why, why why do you want me to live righteous and holy and why do you want my heart to be right because I'm telling you there's going to come a time when you're going to get a bad report and you've got to have something to stand on now listen thank God Amen I walk in faith by what Jesus did but you know what sometimes you've just got to have something to remind God that you've done. Hezekiah said, Lord, I've done what's right. I've lived right. I've acted right. I've tried to judge right. I've tried to be the best king. I'm not perfect. I've failed. I've made mistakes. We all have. But listen, I've had a loyal to heart toward you. And he turned his face away. You've got to turn your face away from distractions and from people and from negativity and from all that the world is saying. And you get your face toward the wall and you just look at it and you just say, God, remember me. Isaiah had already left. I'm telling you what, I've been to a lot of hospitals. I've been in a lot of rooms. I've prayed over a lot of dying people. I can't wait. I want the Lord to speak the same thing to me. I'd love to be able to go back and give this message. Because Hezekiah turned his face to the wall and he wept. He didn't even listen to what the prophet said. Yes, I, yes, Lord, I, I heard you said I was going to die. But I believe in Jehovah Rapha. I believe you're the God that healeth me. I believe because I've served you and I've honored you and I've worked for you and I've trusted you and you've never let me down yet. And I don't believe you're going to let me down now. And he turned his face to the wall and he wept unto the Lord. And God spoke to Isaiah and said, Hey, turn around. Go back and say, Thus saith the Lord God of David your father, I have heard your prayer. I have seen your tears. Surely I will add 15 years to your life. Hallelujah. Anybody ready to get 15 years at it? Anybody ready for God, amen, to turn the prophet around, to turn the word around? You got a bad report, but you turned your face to the wall, and you didn't believe it, and you trusted God, and you said, God, all things are possible to them who believe. And I believe that you're the God that is able to do exceedingly abundantly above. And so I just trust you. Faith moves the hand of God. Need. He has compassion. He knows our needs. But there's a lot of needs in the world. But it's when somebody in need reaches out in faith, it moves God. That little woman with the issue of blood, Jesus walked right past her. She'd have never been healed. But it was her faith that reached out and touched the hem of his garment. And he stopped. And he said, I, I, I felt healing. I felt virtue go out of my body. What happened? He, he said, who touched me? His disciples said, Lord, everybody's touching you. He said, oh, no, 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 no. Some people are just touching me to say I touched Jesus. Some people are just trying to be seen. Somebody touched me in faith. 
And by her own confession, she said, I said within myself, if I can just touch him, I know I'll be made whole. He said, according to your faith. Come on, be it unto you, whatever you're believing for. Sometimes our lack of faith is because of our past experiences. Maybe you prayed for something and it didn't happen. Maybe you trusted God and it didn't happen. There's so many things that we don't understand. I've prayed for a lot of people. And some of them have died. But some of them, the Lord healed and raised up. I have an aunt today that is in very bad condition at the hospital. If something doesn't change, they may be sending her to hospice. I'm going to go this afternoon and we're going to pray and believe God. But you know what? I don't know. But I know the Bible says it's appointed unto man once to die. And I, I know that he said for some he gave up to a greater resurrection. But I also know that it's possible for God to raise her up and heal her and give her 15 more years because he's done it before and he can do it again. My job is just to believe and trust Him and turn away from doubt and unbelief and turn away from negative people and situations and circumstances uh, that try to take my vision away from God. Get your eyes on Jesus and off of the storm. If you get your eyes on the storm, you're going to sink. But if you start sinking, just reach out and cry unto Jesus. I'm so glad Jesus didn't fold his hands and go, No, you shouldn't took your eyes off of me, Peter. I'm just going to let you, I'm going to let you drown, but I'll see you in heaven. Thank God when he cried out, Jesus reached down and he picked him up. And you know what? That water became solid under his feet again. And they walked. He walked with Jesus. Maybe you've had a moment of unbelief. Maybe you've had a sinking moment. But I'm telling you today, stir up your faith. Start believing God for bigger, for better, for greater. Start trusting God. Start moving. Start, start getting your heart right. Start doing Listen, uh, in Samuel, uh, they, they were, uh, Samuel was getting ready to do anoint uh, a new king. And all the brothers came in and Eliab came in, and I mean, he's big and tall and handsome. And, and Samuel's like, whoo, that must be him. And, and God said, nope, that's not him. And he said, Samuel, don't look on the outward appearance. I don't look on the outward appearance. I look at the heart. Doesn't matter how big you are on the outside, how big your heart. How big's your faith? David came in, young man. Didn't, he didn't look like king material. There's some of you, you may not look like king material. People are looking at you going, you're not king material. You don't have success. You're, you're, you don't look like a giant killer. But can I tell you, God had already seen David's heart. When David was out in the field playing the harp and worshiping, God saw a young man who had the heart of a giant killer. He might have been small. He might have been young. Other people may have looked over him. But God was looking at the potential that he had. And God today is not looking at your past. He's not looking at your failures. He's not listening to what other people are saying about you. He is looking at your heart and he knows who you can be and he believes in you amen
Come on, give Jesus a hand clap today. There's some of you out there saying, I don't believe in a God. I just want to tell you He believes in you. He loves you. You have potential. All you got to do. Come on, stop listening to the world. Stop listening to circumstance. It's time, church, that we turn our face to the wall. Amen. That we cry out to God. Amen. We remind God of our purpose, of our plan, what He's brought us through. So many times in the Scripture, they would remind Him of their offerings. You see, tithing offerings is another place that we show our faith. People don't want to give to something they don't believe in. If you really, when you find out, when you trust God with your finances, you'll have no problem honoring God with your tithes and your offering. When you know that in God's hands, it'll do a lot more. When you understand His favor and His blessings. But tithing offering, it's just a trust thing. It's a faith thing. So is the rest of your life. So is your health. So is your children. So is your job. So is your future. It is a trust thing. And we've got to learn to put our life in God's hands. Trusting. But we like to put God in a box and categorize. Now, God, I, I, I believe you can do this, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to let you out of the box, and I'm going to let you do that, but, but this is too big. So we're not going to worry about that. We're not going to believe for that because that's too big. That, 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 that's too uh, I, I can't see that. I, I, I can't understand that. I, listen, come on, let God out of the boxes. Let God free. Let God do what He wants to do. Just stand up and say, Lord, I believe. I trust you. All things. Come on, get a stop saying some things and get to the place you can say all things are possible to them who believe. You know, the disciples said, Lord, we believe. Help our unbelief. How many of us, we all got that little bit of unbelief in us? We've got that little bit of that little question. What if, what if, what if he doesn't? Oh, come on. Let, let's, let's just say, Lord, we believe. You know my unbelief. You know, you know all about that. You know who I am. You know my heart. But I'm going to believe you more. I'm going to believe you bigger. I'm going to believe you stronger. I'm going to not put any limits on God. I'm not going to uh, just put, you know, boxes around God and say, God, you can only do this this way. Come on, why don't you just say, God, you can do anything you want, any way you want, any time you want. Amen. You must believe the Word of God. But before you can believe the Word of God, you got to read the Word of God. You've got to get God's Word in your heart. And then you have something to stand on. I mean, what was Peter walking on? He wasn't walking on the water. He was walking on Jesus' Word. He said, come. Listen, when you walk on His Word, His Word will hold you up. But you got to know His Word. you got to hear His Word. you got to learn His Word. Understand. you got to pray and read and say, Lord, uh, reveal Your Word to me. And then, when, once I get it in my heart, let me believe Your Word. The Bible says, that's the Word. The Word of God says, if we confess with our mouth and believe in our heart, 
that God raised Jesus from the dead, we would be saved. That we would be born again. That we would could become a Christian. That we would be able to follow Christ. And He would change our heart, forgive our sins. And every one of you that's become a believer, believe that. And by believing that, you became a Christian. A believer. There's been many of you, you you've believed for healing and got it. You, you've believed for finances and got it. You've believed for different miracles and you got it. But at what point did you stop believing? At what point did you go, well, I believed you could do that, but I don't think you can do this. And sometimes we don't just say it that way, but it's by our actions. It's by our words that we're saying that. Come on, by our actions and by our words, let's show God we believe that all things are possible because I believe. Amen? God's looking for a person. He's looking for that pure heart. He's looking for that heart of man that, that, that will reach out in faith, that'll say, I believe God can do the impossible. And you know what? He'll do it through you. He wants to use you to do the impossible. He said, I'll use you to lay hands on the sick and they'll recover. I'll use you to cast out devils. I'll use you to spread the gospel. Amen. He'll give you business ideas to prosper. He'll bless your family. He'll do whatever you need to do if you'll just believe. So what's keeping you from believing today? What's keeping you in doubt? and fear and unbelief let's say Lord forgive me for that maybe, maybe, maybe you prayed for something one time and it didn't happen okay don't stop believing just because one prayer didn't get answered and guess what it might still be answered it's just in God's time sometimes God says yes sometimes God says no and sometimes God just says, not right now. Because God knows what's best for us. But it's my job to just believe that He is able, that He is the rewarder of them who diligently seek Him. The, the band, you want to come up and play where Pastor Lee is? And it's my job to just trust God. It's my job to keep my eyes on Jesus. You see, I'm so glad I'm not the one that has to do the miracle. I'm so glad as a pastor. Guess, guess how many people I've saved? Not one. That's not my job. He's the Savior. I'm just the messenger boy. I'm just the one to tell you that he's the Savior. I don't I haven't healed one person. But I've seen a lot of people healed that we prayed the prayer of faith and they believed and God healed them. We've seen God heal every kind of sickness and disease. There's nothing too hard for God. But we go, oh, I, I believe God can, you know, He can touch a headache, but He can't heal cancer. I think he, oh, 
He's no respecter of person. He can do it for anybody, and he can do anything if you'll believe. Well, the end of the story. Did Jesus heal him? Yes? No? Yes. Why? Because he's able. And because nothing's impossible. And because the father had faith. The father said, Lord, if there's anything you can do, help us. And the Lord said, I can. Nothing's impossible to them who believe. Listen, just the act of him bringing his son was an act of faith. Your, 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 your act of just coming into God's presence today. Your act of just coming to the house is an act of faith. God sees your faithfulness. He sees your heart. He sees your effort. But don't negate all of that. Right when it gets down to the point of, is he going to do it or is he not? To let doubt, fear, and unbelief. Sometimes there's somebody here today. It's time for you to just turn your face to the wall. It's time for you to look away. It's time for you to cry out to God. God said, I heard your prayer. I've seen your tears. I'm here to tell you today, God's heard your prayer. And God's seen your tears. And He's the God of the impossible. What do you need God to do today? What do you want God to fix today? What do you need healed today? What do you need to be delivered in today? What, what do you need in your family? What do you need in your finances? You've been thinking it was impossible. You've been thinking you couldn't make it. You've been thinking it wasn't going to happen. But I'm here to tell you today, it's possible in Jesus' name. Come on, stand to your feet and clap your hands for joy. As they sing, if there's something you need to believe God for, if you need a miracle, if you just want to step out on the waters of faith and say, God, I'm going to believe you more. I'm believing you're the God of the impossible. If you're believing for healing, a miracle, children, marriage, whatever it is, just your act of stepping out of your seat and coming into this altar, we're just going to call it a step of faith. And we're going to ask God to do the impossible for you today. As they sing, come on, just come fill this altar and let's pray.
nothing is impossible for you. You hold my world in your So, Father, today we're standing in your presence all over this building. And we're believing that you're the God of the impossible. And so, Lord, right now, I'm standing in faith for my need, for my family, my finances, my relationships, my health. Lord, you see everything about me. You see the word that's been given. You see the report that has been given. You see the circumstances. You see what I've been dealing with. But Father, right now, I turn my face away from the naysayers. I turn my face away from the circumstance. I turn my face away from the bad report. And Father, I just look at the wall. And I cry out to you. And I say, God, I'm your child. I love you. I serve you. I trust you. I believe that you're the God of the impossible. Today, I need a miracle. Father, right now, hear your people's cry. Lord, you see why they're standing here. You see what they're going through. From a sprained ankle to a stroke to financial difficulties, a wayward child, a broken marriage, dealing with a habit. Lord, I turn my face to the wall and I cry out to you and I say, God, have mercy on me. You're able, you're able to do a miracle. I believe. Can you make that declaration with me today? Say, Jesus, I believe. I don't just believe you're able. I believe you will. You will do it. For me, I believe. Father, right now, let their faith change that situation. I command healing right now to flow through that body. I command that pain to leave. I command that situation to turn around. I thank you that phone's going to call and there's restoration coming to that relationship. I thank you, Lord, that there's a financial miracle on the way right now. Father, you're about to do something. We're going to hear testimonies of miracles. Because we believe today. Come on, shout it. I believe. I believe. All things are possible in Jesus' name. Amen. Come on, give Jesus a big hand clap today.